Welcome to Empowered Mind Body Inspiration. The mind is the map to wholeness, wellness, health. The heart is the key to genius and inspiration. Join me and my guests as we explore how to release and rewire into who you truly are unique, whole, and empowered. Please like, share, and subscribe. Spiral up, spiral out. Welcome, everyone. Today, we have Dr. Maria Makiva, better known as Dr. Masha. Dr. Masha is a Canadian board-certified naturopathic doctor, writer, international speaker, health expert, and mother of a high-level gymnast. Having served as a scientific committee member at the Spanish Association of Hyperbaric Medicine, she holds advanced certifications in hyperbaric medicine with special interests in sports and healthy aging. Welcome, Dr. Masha. Masha, we're going to get into these really interesting topics of hyperbaric medicine and healthy aging. But first, how did you become a naturopathic doctor? Hello, Jane. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be on your podcast. So going back 20, going back 20 years, um, I think I was 26 at the time. Uh, I just got married and I was ready to start a family. So we started planning for a child and I couldn't conceive. Um, And as a result, you know, when you can't conceive for six months or 12 months, you start your uh, workup, your medical workup to see what might be wrong with you or with your partner. So when we did that, and when I got all my results back, looking at the results, I realized that infertility was uh, probably the least of my problems. Um, I got a list list of 10 different diagnoses. um, infectious diseases, autoimmune diseases, um, my thyroid was really off, uh, you name it, I had it. And I was 26. Um, with the list of the diagnosis, uh, I was given the list of the medications that I had to take uh, to keep it sort of under control. And when I looked, and and I really didn't know anything about medicine. Um, My first education was in uh, cinematography, and then I I did a degree in marketing. So it was really far away from anything that had to do with medicine. But I was really determined uh, to become a mother. So I looked at the side effects of the medications, and I realized that taking this medication would never give me a chance to become a parent. Um, So a lot of crying, Hmm. a lot of soul searching, um, then came acceptance. And then I realized that there had to be another way. Uh, And I started to look for a different way of dealing with the situation I was in. And um, people surfaced, you know, uh, functional, med- well, there were no functional medicine practitioners at a time, but I got in touch with a holistic medical doctor and I met a wonderful nutritionist and I started working with them and I could see an amazing transformation that happened in me and in my immediate family because they were supporting me. So they were adopting new um, new eating habits with me, you know, uh, adopting new lifestyle, healthy habits. And through seeing that tr- transformation, I realized, okay, this is what I wanna do. I want other people to see that too, to know that there's a light at the end of the tunnel and that we are in control of our health, but we need to take responsibility for that and we can change um, things. We can change our health. And I guess a couple of years later, I applied for a naturopathic program at Canadian College of Naturopathic Medicine. And four years later, got my naturopathic diploma passed my board exams, got pregnant, had my daughter. Um, so there's a happy ending to this story. 
Yes. Incredible. So you, yeah, you just need to dig in and figure out what to do, but that's a beautiful story. And so here you are a naturopathic doctor. Where are you practicing now? I, pra- I live and practice in Spain. Uh, now with COVID, I mostly see uh, patients online. So I have patients from all over the world. I see patients from Australia, uh, from all over Europe. I speak Russian because I was born in Russia and that's my first language. I have quite a few patients um, from Russia or from uh, former Soviet Union countries. Um, I have a couple of patients from Toronto, um, my home city. So yeah, that's pretty diverse um, patient base that I have. Yeah, that's incredible. And so how did this specialty into hyperbaric happen? I guess like everything else, um, you know, you look for solution and universe sends you the clue. So um, I guess when we come to naturopathic profession, uh, we either had a health crisis ourselves or we witness somebody that we really care for, somebody that we love go through health problem. And that's how we come into profession. And we never stop that transformation process um, because healing never stops, right? It's a lifelong process. And I was looking for new therapies and I met um, hyperbaric guys at one of the conferences. Um, I've never heard about hyperbaric medicine. I've never heard about hyperbaric chambers, but they were exhibiting at the International uh, Naturopathic Conference or Congress, um, it's called. And uh, yeah, I spent some time with them. I tried a hyperbaric chamber and I was, I think I felt it was love from the first sight. Cause you can literally feel the difference from the first treatment. Um, it's main, I guess the main effect is anti-inflammatory and every person who has a health problem has some form of uh, inflammation going on in their body and body response. We know that when you put your body into the right circumstances, it would respond and it would start that inner healing uh, mechanism and uh, the body would start to get better. That's how I, uh, that's how I learned basically uh, was a practical thing more than theoretical. I, I tried uh, the chamber and it worked. Right. Instantly felt um, better, relaxed, at ease. Um, you go inside the chamber, it's an amazing feeling. You almost feel like, uh, maybe I should start with explaining what the hyperbaric chamber is because um, I know still now people are learning more and more about it, um, but still it's a new technology, right? Although it's been around for a long time, but it hasn't been used extensively for general public. So hyperbaric chamber is, um, is a capsule that's being put under pressure and the person um, is inside the capsule. So the atmospheric pressure is being raised above the sea level. And that's how the magic happens. Um, we have a lot of studies that show that under the pressure, uh, the body gets enriched with oxygen because under the law of physics, uh, gas gets uh, dissolved in liquid under pressure. So oxygen, which is gas, gets dissolved in liquid, which is plasma, under the pressure. So we get more oxygen to the cells and the tissues where normally it can get because either the hemoglobin molecule is too large. So the molecule where oxygen attaches itself is too large and it can get through or the capillary is too small, right? So with the uh, oxygen molecule being dissolved in plasma, it just, it can get where it needs to get. And that's how the healing starts because to heal, we need oxygen to produce energy and for other physiological processes that start the healing. Right, and we know oxygen is uh, one of the major components to healing. Exactly, oxygen is life. We can't, I mean, we can live without 
food, we can live without water for a pretty long time, but we can't live without oxygen. I think after five minutes, brain's dead, right? So we need oxygen. Yeah. We need oxygen and we are mostly, most of us are in some form of hypoxia, which is some form of oxygen deprivation, either because we live in big cities where the oxygen content of the air is not uh, optimal, or because we've had physiological traumas of different kinds that don't allow for oxygen delivery to some parts of our body. And by um, getting hyperbaric treatments, by going into hyperbaric chamber, we can get that oxygen into the body. Yeah. And so many treatments try to raise oxygen, but this sounds like far more efficient is what you're saying. It, absolutely. Um, the reason is um, just by getting oxygen through oxygen mask or through oxygen concentrator, we cannot solve the problem because normally hemoglobin is 97% saturated. So we cannot attach more oxygen to that hemoglobin molecule, whereby going under pressure, we just dissolve it into plasma. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's brilliant. So what kind of things have you noticed it really helps? Um, I guess, uh, well, let me, um, let me talk about the first that I've noticed for myself. So psoriasis, which is an autoimmune skin disease, uh, was one of my diagnoses that I got when I was 26 and I was trying to conceive. Uh, I worked really hard with all my practitioners, but I've always had the two plaques on my elbows that never went away. So the first time I went into the chamber, I got out and progressively within the next couple of days, uh, one of the plaques uh, was gone. And that was amazing. Like I couldn't believe it. Um, so it, it's used for inflammation. Uh, it can balance immune system uh, in a way that it balances the Th1 and Th2 response. We know, for example, in autoimmune diseases, uh, Th2 is more active, right? Mm -hmm. So it balances out Th1 and Th2 and uh, put the autoimmune disease into remission. Um, it's definitely anti-aging. We know that from the studies, um, we know that uh, one of the best measures of aging is measuring the length of telomeres, right? Like this little things at the end of the chromosomes, which are being progressively shortened with age, right? So people went um, uh, and did extensive scientific studies measuring telomeres length uh, of people who were doing um, hyperbaric treatments. And they've noticed that their telomeres lengthened. So we know that with hyperbaric treatments, we can reverse aging to some extent. Uh, it works really well for all kinds of neurologic diseases and everything that has to do with the brain, starting with brain injury, uh, cerebral palsy. Uh, it's used a lot in the autistic community for kids with autistic spectrum disorders. Um, it's used in surgery because healing occurs much faster with oxygen um, by the way, this was how the oxygen, hyperbaric oxygen therapy was developed. Uh, doctors looked uh, at the divers who were building bridges under the water, and they've noticed that these guys looked a lot younger. I mean, it was 200 years ago. They couldn't measure telomere length, right? But they've noticed these guys looked younger. Uh, their uh, traumas healed a lot faster. And generally, they recovered from all kinds of stuff, all kinds of um, health problems a lot faster than their peers. So they started investigating. They've built the first, um, uh, the first chambers that looked like, um, sorry, what is it called where they, where they keep the wine? That like 
where to put the wine, the wine. Like a cup? Um, or like a, like a big bottle made of wood. Right. Oh, yeah. Like, a, yeah. <laughs> word. I forgot the word. Anyways, they put a person into this thing and they submerge them under the water because they, when you go into the water, the pressure goes up, right? So they submerge them under the water. Uh, and that was the treatment. That was the treatment and people healed from, from uh, many diseases. So yeah, that's um, main uses. It's used, um, people mostly know it for decompression sickness, the divers uh, disease. So when people go, when divers go up too quickly, the gases don't convert uh, that they were um, dissolved in plasma. They don't convert to their gas form. They don't have enough time, right? When divers go up, they have to stop every like three feet in weight. And then that's a dangerous condition. And the only way it could be reversed in the hyperbaric chamber. It's yeah. used for wounds, uh, for carbon monoxide poisoning. I mean, there, there are a lot of uses. It's pretty versatile therapy that works for many, many uh, problems. And I know you've, you've uh, talked about stroke before as well. Which is yeah, really yeah, stroke is amazing. And uh, we can see in the example of stroke and uh, other brain injury that it really doesn't matter when the stroke occurred, like it could have been 10 years ago. But when a person starts hyperbaric treatments, they get better. Stroke is, uh, is an infarct. It's a part of a brain where the blood supply was off, right? So when we reinstate, reinstall this blood supply to this part of the brain, it starts to wake up and people get better. Um, we witness up to 95% uh, recovery with hyperbaric treatments. Yeah, so even dementia must be helped then. Um, dementia is a lot better. But I should, um, I should probably say that for things like dementia and many others, it's very important that we don't just use one therapy because one therapy is never a solution. It's never a magic pill. It's always a combination of things. So when you look, and it's good that you've mentioned dementia, right? Because it's a really good example. With dementia, you need to look What's their toxin overload? Uh, is there toxin overload? Uh, what about their diet? Um, are there any other factors that are affecting their dementia? And when we address all these issues and add hyperbaric treatments to the mix, it's like hyperbaric treatments, it's like a major accelerator. You do all these interventions, um, natural interventions, at times we need to give uh, pharmaceutical drugs, right? Because there are different situations. And when you add hyperbaric treatments, everything starts to move a lot quicker. Yeah, and, and so, we, so important. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And we get to full recovery a lot quicker. Right, so it's like an accelerator to everything else you're doing, but like anything, it shouldn't be thought of as the only thing. Yeah, like a magic glue that glues everything together and you get, and, and, and all of a sudden you get a package and you do this, 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 and that, plus hyperbaric treatments and the person gets better. And I think that for me, that's what I love about naturopathic medicine, about uh, functional medicine is that transformation. And it's never too late. Uh, I started practicing, when I started practicing, my first place of practice was a retirement home. So here I am, uh, fresh out of the college, uh, ready to save the world. I start my practice, I start my day, my working days. My first patient was probably 87 years old. And I look at her and and, and I have doubts, right? I've learned all the stuff. I've practiced at um, the college clinic for a year, but she's 87 and I'm thinking, how capable is her body of healing? And when I saw healing happened in 87 year old, in 92 year old, 
you know, an 85 year old, regardless of their age, maybe the healing was happening a little slower, but there was still transformation and their quality of life was improved. It was like, wow, it's possible. It's possible. We can do it. A person can do it, you know? And hyperbarics, they just make this transformation a lot faster. Yeah. And important to remember the mind connection and, you know, the holistic connection. I love what you're saying. And every disease is connected to oxygen and, you know, inflammation, everything. So it's, yeah, really beautiful. Oxygen is a drug. We never think about oxygen as a drug, right? Oxygen is just oxygen. It's just the air we breathe, but it's a drug. And this drug is capable of curing many diseases. And I'm sure for you as a homeopath, you could probably make that connection even further, you know, with oxygen as a remedy. And uh, it would be interesting to see maybe if people who would require oxygen as a homeopathic remedy, if they would respond maybe better to hyperbaric oxygen treatments. I don't know. I haven't gone into that, but that would be really, yeah, really interesting. Yeah, so interesting. So where are you at with it now? Do you use it in your practice or how do people find a choice? My patients mostly uh, online Mm, and uh, hyperbaric chambers are being approved for home use. So people can either rent a chamber or they can buy a chamber and they can just keep using it. With hyperbarics, it's not something that you do 10 treatments of and, and then forget about it. It's something that, can you, that could be used on an ongoing basis. Basically, the more you use it, the more benefit you get. Um, like um, maybe I could compare it to sauna. Right, so sauna is something that is really nice uh, to have at your disposal and use it as much as you can. So hyperbaric chamber is uh, in that um, realm of um, of equipment, so to say, of uh, of therapy. Um, so a lot of my patients have either tried hyperbaric treatments at the clinic and then they've decided okay this is something that they want to have for their home and um, their kids use it I don't know their parents use it um, before COVID we would have hyperbaric parties when people would just come over you know and the whole family and you know we'll, we'll let them use the chamber now it's a little more difficult because then it would require more um sterilization after the use but for home use for family use it could be uh could be used, uh, yeah. could be used how big is it i'm just uh, and, um it's two meters long yeah uh, basically you need two meters by one meter oh you guys in feet right you're not well, you know no, that's okay it's about seven feet would you say by um that's about no, that's about six feet. Because one foot is what one two thirty-five. Yeah. Yeah, that's about seven feet. That's about seven feet long. So you really don't need a lot of space. You just need a electrical outlet, and it um it, it you you know the electricity bill bill is not going to go up by much. It's almost like a refrigerator or mm, something like that. Um, I would definitely um, advise first seeing a practitioner who uses hyperbaric chamber and then trying it at the practitioner's office. And then, of course, if it's something that you want to keep using, then getting it for your home. We're doing a lot for education um, because I think that what hyperbaric medicine is lacking is education because people don't know about it. I always get this, oh, I didn't know you could use it at your home. I thought it was only like a hospital grade equipment that you need like a special referral. No, I mean, it's a wellness device. I mean, you can put it at your home and you can use it and you can get the benefit. 
um, and people are not aware of the benefits. And it goes along um, really well with uh, the concept of naturopathic medicine because it's oxygen. Mm -hmm. It's oxygen and pressure. I mean, it's really, it's really simple. Um, it reprograms the genes. And we know we did the studies and it turns off inflammatory genes and it turns on um, let's say healing genes, if you can call them that basically work, we know that it works at least on 30 different genes wow. and it has that. So uh, basically um, it's the only known gene therapy out there that is available to general public. It mobilizes stem cells, like a big thing right now in the field of regenerative medicine but it does so in a natural way. You know what I mean? You mm -hmm. put body under pressure and body responds. That's it. We're not forcing anything. We're not harvesting the stem cells. We're not going against the nature. We're just, you know, pushing it into the right direction. And I think that's what I like about it. And healing happens at the body's own speed, which again is really important. Because this is what naturopathic medicine is about, right? Mm -hmm. First do harm, and then we just, you know, help body, we just, you know, turn it into direction of healing. And then it has to do its job. Right. So it must be very individual. Like someone would need more, someone need less. And like you say, it's important over time, but very the nice. response is quite the response is quite individual. It's almost like the body takes as much oxygen as it needs and everybody's needs are different. And then depending on the vitality of the person, right? Because if you take a person who is not in a really good state of health, the healing is not gonna happen fast. First, we need to build their vitality and that's what oxygen's doing, right? But it's doing it, somebody who's really fragile they're going to have a slow response, but they still get a little bit of response every time they do it. Right. And then over time, they'd be able to absorb more as they get healthier. Absolutely. And they would, you would notice that they start responding to other therapies where in the past, they probably, the vitality was so low that they weren't even responding to the therapies. So the inflammation will go down, they will start absorbing things better. Um, as I said, it's an accelerator, it's a glue, it just helps other things. Does it help detox as well? I know sauna is Absolutely. for that, but- Yeah, it does help with detoxification. And uh, I've had, um, uh, I've had, uh, I've had a patient who was really, um, a friend of a friend, uh, somebody came for a hyperbaric treatment, they came with a friend, and then this guy said, oh, can I really, can I try it? So we did an assessment, and I said, of course, okay, the assessment was fine, he tried it, and when he tried it, the chamber inside was so fogged, I've never seen anything like that, like it was soaking wet, and it was really like a fog inside the chamber. So when the guy got out, I said, you, you're detoxing. And uh, he said that um, he actually admitted that he was drinking for like three or four days. So his body just went into it through like the real detox. Um, what is it called? Like a detox crisis. Wow. So he and was drinking alcohol? He was drinking alcohol, yes. And then his, his body was really intoxicated. Wow. We that... had to clean the door. Yeah. <laughs> but it was really visible. Like, because detox is something that's not visible, right? How can you measure it? Like, you really need to do the testing. But that was the first time I could actually see someone detoxing heavily. Yeah, incredible. So after you detox in a sauna, it's important to soap and water, you know, wash the toxins off your skin. But it sounds like the toxins were actually in the chamber. Completely the toxins were in the chamber, but he was also soaking wet. I'm sure he had to take a shower 
Um, usually I don't see anything like that. It's more of a cellular detox that happens over time, slowly. At first, um, people might feel a little sleepy after the treatment. Um, so they're going, it's almost like their body is going into the hibernating state so they can, so the healing can happen and the detox and the healing can happen. Yeah. We know that people often become sleepy when they're healing. When they're healing. Yeah. So it must be important to drink water and cleanse, like, you know, use things that help flush. At that um, it does so very gently. Um, uh, so if, I would say just drink your normal amount of water, no need to take any binders, uh, after the treatment, it just does so gracefully, like a graceful detox that just happens over time. Wow. Incredible. That's what I like about it. really very natural. No, it's not forcing anything, just, you know, speeding up things a little bit. Yeah. So it would be really empowering to even get a few people to go together and, and get a chamber that you could use often. It sounds like it would be. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I'd say after the 10th treatment, you get addicted. Yeah. You just, you know, it's something... Even my daughter, um, she's a child, right? So for her, it's not like she's super stressed or she's, you know, not like an adult person who can feel, oh, now I get relaxed. But she just says, mom, it feels so good to be inside the chamber. Just feels so good. And, that, and then she sleeps well and she's more well-behaved. She calms down. Wow. She slows down. She's normally really high energy. So after the chamber, she slows down a little bit. And, you know, we yeah. can do things. She does homework inside the chamber because it uh, increases uh, oxygen supply to your brain, right? So brain works a lot better inside the chamber. Um, she loves it. She loves it. Animals really like uh, animals. I have a dog. Uh, I take her with me in the chamber. And she knows, I, I, I tell her, let's go to the chamber. She knows the words and she runs upstairs and she starts jumping. She needs to go inside because she knows she'd feel good. Wow. That's so interesting. Ah, <laughs> definitely, definitely try it. You definitely try it. I, um, there are very few contraindications. Uh, one of them is uh, collapsed lung. Um, but a person with a collapsed lung is probably going to be at the hospital anyways. Um, uncontrolled fever, uh, uncontrolled seizures. If somebody is prone to seizures, we ask a family member to go in the chamber with them just in case. And we just watch them first couple of treatments. Um, the chambers that are approved for home use, um, the pressure that is used is really mild so um, it cannot simulate a seizure but at the hospital setting with the higher pressures being used that has to be monitored and basically there are no more uh, contraindications right. oh uh, the ear trauma of course because when with the pressure changes right uh, people feel it especially first couple of treatments you feel it as if uh, when the airplane's going down the pressure in the ears. So you need to learn how to equalize the pressure. But usually with the third treatment that goes away. But if somebody has an acute ear infection, of course, they can't go into the chamber because it would hurt. Right. Or could you even use a very mild pressure or it would still hurt? Um, I I guess you could, or you could just, you know, um, do the onion treatment for the ear and use the chamber a couple of days later. Yeah, get through the acute stage. And you mentioned yeah. fevers, uncontrolled fever. Do you just mean a really high fever? Um, I yeah, I a really high fever. Generally, that is um, relative contraindication that is used for clinics because if somebody has a fever, 
um, probably they have an infectious disease. So we don't want somebody with an acute infectious disease to go inside the chamber if we don't have a special protocol to uh, disinfect the chamber. Hyperbaric chambers are being used to treat COVID patients um, with 100% success rate. There are not enough hyperbaric chambers to treat everyone, unfortunately. But um, they're being used in China, they're being used in US extensively, especially uh, people with when um, there is like a 75% lung damage and their oxygen saturation goes down and they're being put in the, uh, under the ventilators when the oxygen is being pushed into the lungs and that blows up their lungs, right? Yeah. But when they're being put into the hyperbaric chamber, it solves the problem. Usually two, three treatments and they get better. The oxygen saturation stabilizes. Why? Because they don't need hemoglobin. They don't need anything. They, they have this oxygen that's being dissolved in plasma and it will stabilize and people would feel better. Right. So it's, it's one of the approved treatment. As I said, unfortunately, they're not enough, not enough chambers. And for the question of disinfection, um, you know, person goes in, then the team comes in and they need to disinfect the chamber. So they cannot attend to a lot of patients. Yeah, the one stumbling block. But uh, in general, when you're trying to get over a cold or a flu, if you raise your oxygen levels, it happens much quicker. So I absolutely, can, yeah, I can see it being helpful within, you know, a smaller setting. And it does stimulate white blood cells. So it works on the cellular and DNA at a genetic level. So it stimulates certain genes that act on producing more white blood cells. So it, um, it works as a, a immune system modulator. Right, so can it help even things like leukemia? Probably not, um, but it's being used in cancer especially stage four cancer, where um, conventional medicine just says, I'm sorry, there's nothing else uh, we can do for you. Uh, it works more like a palliative care. Uh, it doesn't heal cancer, but it allows people with cancer have a better quality of life. And when combined with special keto protocols, um, there are case reports of healing cancer, but generally it prolongs the life and it gives a better quality of life. Yeah. And in general, the Being, more, yeah, the more severe yeah. uh, an illness, the more you have to do proactively in every area to turn the boat, to turn the, toward healing. So Absolutely. And sometimes uh, we know that, that not always it's about curing the disease. Sometimes it's just uh, improving quality of life of a patient and giving them that time where they can lead a normal life. They could live longer, even if the complete healing is not the end result. Yeah, um, and, and we never know, you know, there's such a big picture involved. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So I totally resonate with that. Um, what else can you tell us about these chambers? How, how would you go about getting one? Uh, you can visit um, our website, which is uh, www.oxyhealth.eu. Uh, you're probably going to provide the links, right? Um, yeah. At, uh, at the end of the podcast. Uh, you can learn about the chambers. There's tons of information. I mean, when you start reading, you need a good week, you know, to go through all the studies, uh, different information, you know, learn about it. Uh, you can subscribe to a YouTube channel where we put videos, educational videos about hyperbaric oxygen therapy. And as I said, uh, I'm more for um, using it as 
part of different therapies that could be used um, for healing. Not just, uh, not just um, hyperbaric oxygen therapy, but hyperbaric oxygen therapy and nutrition. Um, of course, as you said, uh, mind-body connection. You can't just heal physical body, right? You have to look after um, so many things. And together combined, um, they will produce a result, hopefully. They will produce a result. It's not always the result that we're initially looking for. Uh, when I started, I wasn't looking for healing. I was looking for getting pregnant. That's all I cared about. I, I wanted... Uh, to get pregnant, you know, now and then and, and have a baby and be a mother. Um, healing took much longer than I thought, but at the end, it gave me so many gifts of health, of, you know, new profession, meeting people that still are present in my life, you know, it's, it was uh, more than just getting pregnant. And then when the timing was right you know I got pregnant so healing is we never know what healing is for uh, each of us right it's a path and a journey yeah and that and you know like you said you just wanted to get pregnant but the gift in it was this journey that led you to who you are today so you know we just have to get past the the trauma of the initial, uh, what happens to us initially and then learn and grow from it. Now, looking back, I wouldn't change anything. I'm happy, I'm thankful it happened to me because it just enriched my life. And, and you know, I found my purpose, uh, my path. It led me uh, to where I am right now and hopefully it's still leading me you know yeah it's a journey it's a journey healing is a journey it's an exciting one it is and in the link and where people go they can find different uh manufacturers of chambers and you know do their own research and figure it out if they want to have one absolutely and if they have specific questions, um, I'm always happy. Like I'll uh, provide my email. I'm always happy to answer questions because I understand that this therapy is not something, as I said, that um, there's not a lot of awareness yet. So mm -hmm. people have, and, and good. I mean, questions are really good. Questions means that there's interest and more and more people can have access to this amazing therapy. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. Lead them, you know, because it's their journey. Yeah. It's exciting, Dr. Masha. Can you leave our listeners with a few tips on healthy aging? Uh, yes, that's um, my um, other area of interest. Um, I guess, well, for me, um, the interest in aging happened when I started to age or when I realized, wow, I'm aging, right? Because we're born and we start to age, but we don't look at it this way. It's all exciting. You know, we're all looking for our next birthday. We want to get older, you know, want to get 16, 18, 21, you know, become adults. And then comes a moment where you're like, I'm aging. I am aging. So what am I gonna, what am I gonna do with it? Like, I really just want to keep uh, my energy level. Uh, I want to be able to function um, as efficiently as now. Uh, I want my brain to be sharp. So when you're 20, it just, you know, comes uh, as a gift, right? When you're 30, I mean, you're still really healthy and uh, energetic and sharp. But by the age of, I'd say, 45 or on, after the age of 40, uh, all these functions are starting to decline. Do we just accept it or do we do something about it? 
And I started learning and I realized that this is the same idea. You know, you just have to take the responsibility into your own hands of how you age. And you can age gracefully and you can enjoy your life to the fullest until the very end. Um, so there is a lifespan and there is a health span, right? So lifespan is the, how long your life is and health span is how healthy. Sorry, it's my dog making this time. <laughs> she, wants, she wants to participate. So how healthy uh, you are and you want health span to equal lifespan. Can we um, achieve that? Of course we can. Sorry, I have to pick up my dog, otherwise she won't let us continue. <laughs> I have, I have uh, a dog in the background often as well. She's a puppy. Yeah. Go to her mom. Very cute, everyone. She's a little white fluff ball. <laughs> so, yes. So you want health span to equal, um, lifespan to equal health span. And um, we can do a lot about it. Um, Anti-aging medicine uh, is huge, but do you really want to go into medicine or do you want to do it the natural way? I want to do it the natural way because that was the path that's been shown to me, you know, many years ago. Uh, hyperbaric treatments are a big part of it. They have anti-aging effect, but uh, I'd say more importantly, it's the foundations of health diet, fresh air, you know, getting sunshine, uh, community, uh, relationships, exercise, uh, basic things, um, basic things that we are, are uh, times and age, we need to relearn how to do it. We lost the connection. People 100 years, 200 years ago, they knew how to do it. We don't. We spend too much time in front of the computers, inside, you know, we barely move. Uh, we don't eat right foods. Uh, if we correct all these variables, if we correct all these foundations of health, we definitely can increase the health span. And we can enjoy... Um, golden years that's what we're supposed to do right because you know aging is interesting we we learn about ourselves we don't react maybe as um to to things that happen in our lives um we become we become more uh, we accept ourselves maybe a little more as we age right? We know who we are, why we came, where we're learning at least. And the last thing you want is to feel horrible, you know, have a bunch of chronic diseases and not being able to enjoy this time. So this is the healthy aging. Um, basically health optimization, how to optimize your health, how to biohack your own body. So now that you got to this age, and it's a blessing, not everybody gets this opportunity, right, to be old. But how do you biohack your own body so you can enjoy this time? Exactly. And, and as I Yeah, and ideally yeah. we after it all the way along so we wouldn't get into a, a health crisis. But often it can be a wake-up call and we can start again <laughs> and return to... Absolutely. People, uh, I think 80% of people uh, after the age of 65 have at least one chronic condition. Yeah. And there's a lot we can do about it. Yes, life expectancy is a lot longer but than even like 50 years ago. But are we really enjoying this time? We want to, we want to be able to enjoy it. And to enjoy it, you have to be in good health. Now, more than ever, we know that health is probably the most important thing, right? Yeah. And when you're young, you think it's achieving something, that it's about mm -hmm. money. And then at one point you realize, oh, it's about how I feel inside, what I'm thinking, my health. And that's a beautiful thing, too. 
Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, you look at, I am, I always think about this. When you look at the person uh, and you say, oh, you look so young. It's not necessarily that their skin looks young. It comes from inside. You know, it's the happiness. It's the self-acceptance. It's like so many other things that makes you... Um, that makes you happy and makes you healthy. It's always a combination, you know, and it flows from one body, from physical body to emotional and mental. So interesting. I think one life is not enough to learn um, about all these things. And too bad when we come back, we don't remember it. I know. We come back with this veil. <laughs> and we have to start from the, we have to start from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, so anti-aging is not necessarily about, uh, you know, about Botox injections and, you know, how to look 20 when you're 50. No, it's not about that. But it's definitely about how to feel young so you can, you know, continue to enjoy life. Yeah. Beautifully said. And the most amazing people, most radiant, they come from a radiance, you know, from inside. Mm -hmm. so, and I don't think we even, well, even become aware of where that comes from until you're over 30. Do you start to? Yeah, when you start thinking, it's interesting, isn't it? It would be interesting to um, go back to this conversation maybe in 20 years and see what, how we see it then. Yeah. but it's an interesting journey now it's I feel it's a new journey it starts um when you're 40 uh and uh we'll see we'll see where it's going to get us yeah beautiful thank you Dr. Masha and thank you yeah it would be lovely to have you back and we could go through some of those healthy aging tips that would be amazing Absolutely. And as I said, uh, healthy aging tips is always foundations of health. Foundations of health. Diet is probably the most important one. And it's the most easy to modify, right? Um, and then all other things. Um, you know, everybody has their list of foundations of health. You know, for some person, it's the diet. Another person, it's the exercise, you know, is their, uh, you know, cornerstone. But when you put it all together, you have a really good foundation of healthy aging. And then on top, uh, go all the therapies, sauna, hyperbaric oxygen therapy, cryotherapy. Um, I mean, there are tons now, laser, there, there's tons uh, that you can choose from. And you don't necessarily need all of it. If you have all the foundations of health, um, there is a good chance that uh, you have a good chance for healthy aging. Yeah. And yeah. Beautiful. Thank you so much for all your wisdom and tips. It was a pleasure, Jane. Thank you. And for everyone out there, don't forget, don't give away your power to anyone else. Spiral up, spiral out.